Hey, beautiful people. This is your girl, Arielle, and this is episode 28 of our podcast, Say It With Your Breast. I'm really excited because I get to talk to the fabulous, funny, and super amazing Courtney Blackwell. She is the vintage curator of Nostalgic Era, and you need to go follow her on Instagram and Twitter right now. She is blowing up. Her Instagram is at C-O underscore B as in boy, E-E. Okay, and on Twitter, it's just simply at CO underscore B. We're going to dive into what it even means to be a vintage curator, how her journey got started. And I think a lot of you can relate, but COVID really changed a lot of our trajectories. And I think it's amazing when you can bounce back even better than before and create a whole new lane for yourself, living in alignment, living in your purpose, and helping to inspire other people to do the same thing. So from tragedy can sometimes come a lot of come out of that um, a lot of healing and creativity really just being resilient and pushing through adversity and pushing through hard times so I you know send well wishes to everyone out there I know we're all still going through it with this COVID situation but let's just take a moment right now to enjoy this and to uplift her because she is doing some major stuff. So make sure you follow her right now, like I said, on Instagram at CO underscore B-E-E and on Twitter at CO underscore B. Let's dive into this right now. Today is ours. Let's live it. And love is strong. Let's give it. A song can help, let's sing it. And peace is dear, let's bring it. The past is gone, don't rue it. Our work is here. Let's do it. The world is wrong, let's right it. The battle is hard, let's fight it. The road is rough, let's clear it. The future fast, don't fear it. Is faith asleep? Let's wake it. Because today is ours. Let's take it. Are you good? You're there? I'm so excited to have you, Courtney. You have like the most infectious and fun energy, which I'm sure people have told you before, but uh, not to go on harm, but no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it. I yes, appreciate ma'am. It. Yes, of course. So for our listeners, as you guys know, I always pre-record our, our conversations. So I know you're going to be listening to this after. So I just want you to know who I'm talking to because y'all going to enjoy this conversation. But I've got Courtney Blackwell with me. She is the vintage curator of Nostalgic Era and an online retailer. She's an entrepreneur, and she is hilarious. So thank you so much, Courtney. What's going on? Yes, nothing much. Just sitting here on the rooftop trying to do this interview. I'm super excited. I'm actually honored that you even hit me up. That's really major, and given that we're from, like, the same town. Exactly. High school. Like, this is gagging me right now. So I know. It's so funny how, like, <laughs> how far everyone has come. Like, just watching what, and everybody's doing really, I don't want to, well, yeah, I'm going to say, like, really cool shit. Like, everybody's yes. doing something that they've always been passionate about, and it's kind of like, you know, when they do the superlatives, it's like, most likely to X, Y, Z, 
it's kind of like I'm seeing everybody manifest the same types of things that they were interested in before. And you always were stylish. You always had super cute shoes and like, and y'all, we were in high school together. So we all had uniforms, but like, there's still certain ways you can, you know, amp up your uniform. And Ms. Courtney was very good at that. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Do not miss high school at all. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, what? Like, what? Like, seriously? We really have to go through this? But I know. I know. I was so ready to graduate. And then when it was time, like, I, I wasn't, I'm not going to say I was trying to rush through, but I was just kind of like, okay, like, we're done, right? Like, can we, can we move on? <laughs> like, we're done, right? We, we're, we're done. But yeah, so you've recently moved to Brooklyn. So how has that been and what encouraged you to move? Um, it's literally New York is the place. I've never ever thought about living here, honestly. Um I've always like it was like, oh, like I have a friend that lives here who's a stylist and I used to always tell him, like, Oh, I'm gonna move here. He's like, You should move here and I'm like, Oh ha ha, yeah, but it would. It had never ever crossed my mind. I was more like a LA kind of girl, mm. and then um, this pandemic hit, and mm. we had like a lot of downtime. I was working at this job. I was, first I was a flight attendant, and then I ended up losing my job with the airline, and then I just moved out of Lafayette, moved to Alexandria, and I was working actually at like this hotel. And I was like, what is life? Because I was still doing like... Not what is life. <laughs> yeah, well, it, I was literally like, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to go back to school? Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to being like a flight attendant. Like, should I... It, it was like a pandemic. So I'm like, what the hell? Like, I right. really don't know what the fuck to do. Like, right. whatever. So I'm like, my life is like... I was like almost at a midlife crisis at the age of like 30. And oh, like, no. This is gagging me. So... <laughs> It ended up, we were, like, during a pandemic, and then, I don't know, like, something happened at the job, and, like, something that was totally, like, out of my control, but the company I worked for, they were fucking racist, but we were Oh, no. But they ended up firing me, and so when that happened, I thought I was going to be distraught, but it was crazy because I was still doing my vintage, like, on the side, but I was now able to put all my energy into that. Right. And then I started like blowing up like everywhere and I was just like, oh wait, like people are following me. Like I'm st- I was making like, I want to say like a grand like every three to four days just selling out of like vintage items. And I was like, what the hell is really going on? I was like, I don't know who mentioned my name. I don't right. know who was aware how, but this, this shit is like, literally it's awesome. That is so amazing. I literally took a trip I started taking like trips to go like thrifting I went to LA I was like trying to like go all over the place to kind of like get pieces and put them out there I was very consistent and then I said you know what I said I want to move to New York in the next like in July I said July I moved back to Lafayette moved back home with my parents which which was probably the best worst decision I've ever made (laughs) Um, if there's anything that will push you to do yes. anything else, yes. it is moving in with your parents again. Yes. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> they pushed me in like the worst way possible. Because I was like, okay, I'm either going to kill them or mm-hmm. they're going to kill me. Absolutely. And I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, no. And so I literally, I picked up this little, I was still doing my vintage stuff. And then I picked up this like job. My friend was going on like leave from her job. So she was like, hey, can you meet somebody? 
And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to just work it until you get back. And literally, I said, I could not take living at my parents anymore. Because <laughs> it was only temporary. It was only for like so, supposed to be for like a few months. Like maybe like not even six months. And I could not do it. I was there for maybe like two months. And I moved out in uh, February. So I've been here since February, the beginning wow. of February. I packed up myself drove to new york and literally i love it i have made so many connections i was here my first month i attended i got tickets to a fashion show and like i just was like okay it's only really up from here right so it felt like everything was like like against me like i felt like i just wasn't progressing i was like really what is life like what am i doing i was like i started off so good i was a flight attendant i was making money i was traveling the world right. and i lose my job and i'm like oh my god what do i do from here and and it just i just put gave 100 percent into my passion and it just worked out honestly right. like that is so, that is when you know it, you are in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing because things will start falling apart where you're like, what the, like I put so much effort and energy and I was focused and like, I was a good person because I experienced the same, like a similar situation at the start of COVID. Like I kind of had my idea of what the year was going to look like, everything flowing and then things just start falling apart. People who like I thought I was helping or I was on their team turned their like it was like some weird energy I don't know what the hell but I, I consider it like a cleansing and when you're in alignment and you're open like you were things just start falling into place and that's what it should that's how how it should be if anything you were like willing to take a risk and a leap of faith <laughs> like for real <laughs> but I love I love Brooklyn area New York that was like my first solo trip by myself I used to work in the airport in customer service and I was the worst customer service agent ever like oh my god I hated that job I hated it but I was like oh I was so inspired I was like man look at all these people going places I'm about to go somewhere and I was just like, I'm going to New York and just went by myself and enjoyed the hell out of myself just alone in New York roaming around. But so is there anything that you would say you miss about Louisiana? No. <laughs> Damn, that was quick. Look, I'm always look, I'm never home but always repping. Like that's right. like the motto. Like I literally love being from Louisiana. When I go anywhere, I definitely make sure people know it, but there is no, nothing. <laughs> besides the food, the food. I lie. I'm missing the food. And I'm but Courtney, can't you just cook the food? But you know what? Let me tell you. So my my mom hit me up one day. She was like, "Oh my god, I'm about to send you some um, crawfish tails and um, she's some recharged recharge sausage and this and that." Come on with the care package, girl. She mailed it overnight. Tell me why I didn't get it until like the post office incident until a week later. By the time I got oh. it, they had to refund me the money that she paid. Like it was like a hundred dollars. She paid to send it off to me oh, dang. so that was a good <laughs> thing and i never tried it again so i'm like but i really just miss the food and i love just kind of getting alcohol and being able to just like, oh right i forget like, drive up and get a daiquiri and like it's nothing right like, 
Yeah, New York is not like that. Like, I mean, like with COVID, they kind of like lifted the restrictions where you could actually be outside with drinks and stuff. But like now it's starting to be like old New York again. Mm. So I'm, so it's not the same. So, but it's whatever. I'd rather sit at home and drink wine and cook a meal anyway. So Yeah, I mean, it's probably for your safety. And given the fact that Louisiana is at the bottom of the totem pole for just about everything, probably besides mm-hmm. alcoholism, you're probably all right. <laughs> you're probably all right. So I have I have two questions for you. Do you say get down or get out? Get down. All right. Get down. Get down. Get down. Thank you. Thank you. Get so down. Get out. I just don't get it. Like why? Like when I'm talking, people don't understand. What I'm saying I'm like get down. Are you getting down? They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, are you getting down? Like you have to step down out of the vehicle. It makes sense to me. All right. Second yeah, one. People really. When I say get down, they be like. You mean like dance? And I'm right. Like, oh, like get, come on, like get down, get come in. Right. Yeah, it's definitely get down. Okay, yeah. another one. Fix the groceries or save the groceries. Wait, repeat it. Fix the groceries. Actually, I'm gonna do three. Fix the groceries, save the groceries, or make the groceries. I'm gonna say make the groceries only because. <laughs> Only because it's like I go in the store from one thing and I leave out with more than what I went for, but I always enjoy it. So you make the groceries? Yes. I would rather make the groceries. I think. Yes. (laughs) I think. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's what I'm leaning towards. Yeah, I'm going to make the groceries, girl. I got you. Okay. Okay. She's still Louisiana verified, y'all. She's still Louisiana verified. So, so back, okay, so back on the vintage. So you moved out to New York, which is a great location for fashion. I mean, come on. In terms of vintage, tell people, like, what do you consider vintage and what is your personal favorite era of, like, vintage clothing? To me, vintage is, well, first off, how you determine vintage is always by the tag. Mm. The tags are the oldest. I mean, it will look the oldest. I honestly, I know a lot of people, there are so many different type of like thrift, thrifters, sustainable stylists, vintage thrifters. All those words are very, they sound the same, but they're very different. Okay, break it down. Yes. Okay. So vintage, you strictly, I, I'm, I'm a vintage curator. I don't sell anything current. I don't sell anything modern. Um, I won't go to the store and find a very cute Forever 21 shirt or Top Shop shirt and try to sell it to you. No, I strictly do only vintage. Sustainable is a mixture as well as like, um, just like a regular thrifter. They're a mixture of vintage and uh, very modern clothes. So it's a, it's a, and I try to like kind of elaborate to people whenever they be like, oh, is this? And I'm like, I only do vintage. I, I strictly only do vintage, vintage because the quality of vintage clothing is so much better. Yeah. It's just timeless. Like it really is just timeless. And I just, I absolutely just love vintage. And then you asked me something else and I got off track. No, that's perfect. No, what was your favorite era of vintage clothing? Oh, my favorite era. Um, it's between the 70s, 80s, and 90s. That's really what I mostly work with. Mm-hmm. So I, I love, I'm a big 80s, I'm a big 80s girl. I love, if I had to pick out of any era, it would be 80s. Nice. I love, I love 80s pieces. I just think they're so timeless, like on the, on the body, on the woman's body. And 
now I'm just get, I'm getting into recreating uh, the pieces. So if it's like something that looks so 80s to where you're like, oh my God, it looks like a grandma dress. I go get it repurposed and recreated by... I bring it to this uh, alteration place, and then I tell her what I want and how I want it cut, so mm. that way I can modernize it, and it's easier to put it out there. So girls who like, oh my god, I want a vintage piece, but this looks grandma, and it wouldn't like suit me well. I can like either take it from su- something super long and make it super short, oh, that's or cute. even keep it long and insert a high split because we all want to show a little leg, right? Yeah, we do. And I think that's so dope. So when you were thinking about, like, did this come organically or, like, were you inspired by your mom or your, like, how did you get into deciding, like, I'm going to focus on vintage? Um, whenever I was actually going to SLCC, um, my friends were at UL at the time or whatever. So this was in, like, 2007. No, This was maybe 2008 or nine. Oh, okay. So, like, right after high school, like, Year like right soon after. after. Yeah, so right at the high school boom, everybody's in, in college and um, you know, there were always like cattle parties or there'll be like little like uh probates and stuff right. and, um at UL and stuff. So we'd be like, Oh my god, we need something to wear so we would all go to the thrift store and we would literally find vintage tops and pair them with bottoms and like it was like That's I was fun. literally turning scarves into tops. I was literally like all the stuff that we do now, like it was like being done like that. I literally sometimes I wouldn't have anything to wear and I would literally go find a like a a leopard print scarf and I would tie it I like to have so many pictures. I would tie it like a top. Right. And I would do some high waisted vintage shorts. Like the first pair of vintage Levi shorts that I ever acid wash shorts that I've ever thrifted. They were actually jeans and I cut them into shorts. I still have them to this day and they fit me perfectly so uh, I've been for like 10 like 10 years but although almost 10 years so maybe like eight years but yeah like that's how i got into it we would just want to look different and we would right. just look different. That's all we did. That is so fun. Like, I don't know if my cousin Paige, I'm sure she does. I know she's got her hands full with her babies too right now. But I think that's kind of what she used to do too. Just like the most clever ways of using different materials and putting stuff together. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, Paige. Oh, yes. Oh, Paige. Paige can can put a look together. You know what I'm saying? I was like, one one of these days someone can just curate my life because I'm in jeans and t-shirts, if not a dress, because it's easy. I need I need this creative this creative juice that y'all have. Like I can dig it. But so okay, so tell me this. What does a typical day look like when because you're a professional at this? Like this is not a hobby for you. This is what you right. do. And this she curates you guys so you can actually go and shop the items that she yes. finds. So tell me, what does a typical day look like? Because you're finding pieces that like the majority of people just don't have the time because they're not professionals at this. You know where to go, you know what you're looking for, you know. So like 
What does the day look like? So a typical day for me, honestly, making sure I get out of bed. Oh my god! <laughs> like okay, today I just, and you know what? Honestly, within the last like two and a half three weeks, I just started being more consistent and intentional with what I'm doing and being smarter about like the way I'm spending and the way I'm putting things out. Because usually, my typical day would literally be I would get up and I would just go thrifting all day. And then the clothes would end up in the back of the closet, in the back, stayed in the back, and I would never put anything out. And I'd be like, oh, oh. I'm going to do content one day. And then just within the last, like, two and a half, three weeks, I started, like, I found, like, my niche of how I wanted to, like, show off the pieces. And it literally, honestly, it, it, it worked out. Like, I literally today just went viral and got 500K views. What? Yeah, so I'm like on a high today, okay? Like, Listen, was this earlier when I called? Because I've yes. been running around. I didn't even like. I, yes, it, yes, I went viral on Instagram and on Twitter. And I think that I've been selling like crazy. So it's really exciting. I'm like, yeah. Yes, and then I'm doing this podcast interview. Yes. Like, kind of like, hit me at one time. I'm so excited. But you know, it's funny you said that though because you were like I just had to be intentional about it mm-hmm. yes I definitely had to stay, to be intentional because I was just spending money and no one was seeing what I was like doing or like I wasn't putting out anything and then I just started doing it with my like literally one of my friends um she's here in New York I met her she was actually a roommate and then she moved to Manhattan but um she's a painter and she was like hey you need to start doing reels because my reels have been like popping off this is where it's at mm-hmm. so I did a reel and then I put out the reel and it had like 5k views like and I was like okay this might be where it's at right so I've literally that's all I've been doing I've been doing content being intentional today I went to the thrift store spend a good amount of money but it's because I had made so much within the last week right like, okay now I keep it flowing yes and I'm like and now I can be like more like serious about what I'm buying versus buying just like something and I'm like oh I can make it work I'm like okay now I know my audience I know what they want I know what they're looking for and I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it to them and right it's it's honestly working out so my typical day is literally I get up, I, I make a schedule. I listen, I just started getting into like writing things down and scheduling because now that I think business is picking up, it's getting kind of chaotic. And so now mm. it's forcing me to be organized. And I hate like kind of writing things down because it never goes the way I plan it. But uh, I know. It works. <laughs> if it doesn't go the way I plan it, I'm like, what the hell? I don't give a damn. I'm just going to try to get it done and do what I can. Yeah. And if I can't get it all done in one day, oh well, there's another tomorrow. So I do the most that I can. I wake up, I write what I'm going to do down that day, and I just try to get it I get it done. If I need to go to the thrift store, whether it's content, go to the thrift store. It's all really based around my content. Mm-hmm. And, and it's literally a full, it's really a full-time job. I know people probably think it's like, oh my God, you're just going thrifting in it. Like, but, but like literally climbing the rooftop, because I live on the third floor, I have to climb the rooftop, bring all my stuff on the roof, and she literally get naked on the room, record <laughs> the video, take a picture, go downstairs, bring everything downstairs, edit everything, and then put it yes. out at a certain time where I, where I know people are going to actually see it, watch it. And it's it's really a lot. It is lot. so much. I understand that part. It is a lot putting out content. 
and and just making sure that your content like you said it's in alignment with your audience and your you know at this point your brand because ma'am i don't know you noticed but like you're basically a brand at this point at this point you know and that's something like people can play around with but if you're if you're serious and intentional it is a job it is a full-time job It is a full-time job. What would you say is the hardest part? Like, what's the hardest part of it all? The hardest part of it all, I would possibly say, um, because I'm, like, freelancing and I'm an entrepreneur, it's, like, you, and I have actual, like, bills and, like, make Girl, sure, yes. Like, I'm, like, I gotta make sure, like, I don't have to go out and get a nine-to-five or go back to school or do any of that stuff just so I literally have to find several ways of like making money, whether it's like emailing different companies for partnerships and like pay partnerships. Right. Companies reaching out to me and then now I have to like figure out how am I going to make their brand work with mine. I literally will not work with the company if I cannot show my, my aesthetic because right. I don't want to, I, I'm not an influencer. So I'm like, I don't want to be an influencer. I'm not an influencer. Like I don't want to really promote brands in that way where it's just about the brand because that gets boring, you know? Yeah. When people try to like kind of force things on you, like, oh, wear this because I wore it. And like, I'm like, no, if I can incorporate it with what I have and like what I'm already doing, it's organic, it's real. And then it's easier for me to kind of like put it out there, you know? Right. So um, it's just, I think that's the hardest part, making sure that like you're making the finances and to be able to cover your ass. Cause Mm -hmm. honestly, like I'm like, Oh God, like, let me make sure like, like I already claim it by next year of this, this time next year, I'm planning on trying to move into a one bedroom here in New York, which is very major. Like if you move into one bedroom here in New York, that means you're really on your shit. So I'm trying to be on my shit. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I like to be on my shit. I don't have to like, you know, roommates is fun for a while, which is very typical in New York. Yeah. I'm so used to like living alone to where like now I'm just like, ah, yeah, like I'm ready to go back to that. So yeah, that's, that's so funny you said that because I was going to ask you like where do you see all of this a year from now so I know personally where you see yourself where do you see nostalgic era like where where do you see that I see my business actually um, growing to like a six-figure company, um, working with major partners and um, companies. I see me even maybe styling some shoots here in New York because I have so many people who are doing, who are in styling. Um, actually, one of my friends just like blew up. And she's like, okay, I'm going to all these fashion shows. You're going to come with me. I'm like, yes. yes. So it's like, I hope um, to step my foot into like um, styling. Just, um, I don't know. I think I'm just going to be in a better place. I have my website up by next week. It was supposed to be this week, but the way things have been going, I'm like, I, I've been having full days. And so hopefully next week I can get that out. So it'll be easier for people to buy. And I won't have to really interact with that many people to like oh DM to purchase or like you know gotcha so, um, mm-hmm. I'm claiming my business is going to be at a six figure business and I'll be exactly where I want and really when I say working in my passion I mean it to like the fullest extent like, yeah I mean money is not it's nothing if you're not passionate about it and right. I just love what I do I can honestly make the bare I mean that's what I've been doing like the, within the last like, years making the bare minimum but still doing it because I love it 
And now it's like popping off and I'm like, oh my God, I can see where this can be and right. where the places I can go with this. And it just makes me even more excited about it, honestly. Right. It's like when you really like give it the time, like you said before, you get, gave it the time, you gave it the intention, but you're really good at it. And I think sometimes people kind of miss the mark when people are like, go after your passion, but they're not necessarily good at that or making sure, or making sure that it comes from you and not from what your mama said you had to do or everybody else's expectations of what you're supposed to do or what it's supposed to look like by the time you get to 30 or by the time you get to 35. Because I realized last summer, like a lot of the stuff I would do, even though I was good at it, it was stuff coming from other their influences like oh I know somebody who's good at this I can partner with them and do this I'm really good at it da, 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 da. but then it's like okay why am I hitting these walls well that's not what you're passionate about I can do beats by you all day I can stay up late I can get up early and it doesn't feel like work you know what I'm saying it just doesn't feel like work but so you mentioned your friends that you've met friends back from home how important has your sister circle been in this whole journey like moving and launching growing how important have they been oh my god so important because I realized so much when I got here I kind of like gravitate towards just about anybody I can talk to anybody yes you can <laughs> she's so friendly y'all swear and like I could become friends with anybody but I have also been intentional about the people that I keep in my circle and the people that I talk to about things yeah and honestly it's small but we're all like like we're all creators so we have so much in common and it's so and I realized many creators there is in New York and like I literally have branched out to so many people and like everybody is so supportive but like my actual like people that I go to it's very very small and I love it that way because when we talk in our conversations are very serious very on brand very encouraging mm. like very just uplifting each other and literally, like, uh, my roommate, my two roommates, the one that just moved out and one that's actually moving out, we hang out together. We try to get together maybe, like, once every, like, month or twice a month. But when we do, we're always like, okay, we're bringing champagne, we're going to have food, we're going to have art and takeout. And then it becomes, like, we're laughing, we're twerking, we're crying, <laughs> we're celebrating our wins. And, like, it's, just, it's, it's literally so fulfilling. And that's, like, really important because that can either make or break you, honestly. they had the whole Simone Biles uh, thing where she's like, I need a break and taking that mental health break. Have you had to take breaks like that since you've been gone or like just in general, like just even if it's not mental health related, but just a reset of your own? Yes. um, Actually, not since I've been in New York, but right before I felt like I was like, I was crying a lot. And it was because it was just like, like you said, you know how people expect you to be a certain place at a certain age or expect you to be this far in life. And like, because that's their expectations of you. And right. then when you start 
like eliminating that and like think about the expectations that you have for yourself it really does change your whole mindset and it changed the path that you're on and like honestly that's what really happened i was crying a lot like my parents like really wasn't encouraging me like they didn't they really didn't care like what i had going on it's just like we need you need to make sure your life is good like whatever whatever because whatever whatever reason you know yeah i didn't have that support system honestly like i really really didn't except for my mom's sister who we're we're super close and she Mm. really put a lot of emphasis on like just kind of walking in my passion and walking by faith really honestly yeah Um, super cliche but i do not care like that was like a big stepping stone for me was really having faith in like and what I was doing and actually just really believing in myself. And I, I, I always had a hard time believing in myself because I felt like nobody else believed in me. But honestly, what you think about yourself, it's not about what people think about you. It's really what you think about yourself and how you project and how, how you talk about yourself. Mm-hmm. People are going to do the same thing. So I would always be like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. So, and you put that in somebody's mind enough. I know it's poison. About you. Yes. Mm-mm. And so I had to really change my mindset. And I was like, wait, I'm really good at this. I can really make something happen. And now look, today everybody's messaging me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Look how that uh, look how things fall in place. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Like that is so crazy because like you said, it is so true, but it is how you feel about yourself that makes the most change. Like it does, you can walk into a room of nothing but snakes and naysayers, but if you feel good about yourself, you won't care. You will not care. They'll have no effect on you at all. And it's those same people who give it like a year, like you said, or, or give it some time, they're going to be the same ones stalking you, trying to figure out how they can live their best life and how they can be more authentic to themselves like you are being. Everybody's not meant to to walk this the same path. It just is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Do you have a mantra or something that you say to yourself like, or a certain practice for your your self care, your your black girl mental health magic. Like, is there something you say to yourself? Um, I try to remind myself um, that I'm great. Honestly, I'll, because it, for so long I just thought I wasn't. Um, and but honestly, yes, but no. Like, I literally just try to encourage myself every day when I get up. It's literally. Honestly, it's an everyday thing. It's yeah. literally, if I miss one day, I'm off beat. Mm. So I constantly have to keep motivating myself. And, and that becomes really hard, you know, like to have to get up every single day to motivate yourself. But it's become our life. We were in a pandemic for so long. Right. To where it's like, you have to like get up, motivate yourself and remind yourself that you really are that great. And you can really do something that's bigger than yourself. That's a, that's a lot. That's one thing I actually do say to myself. I always say that I'm bigger than, than the things that I have done. Like, I'm like, okay, you're bigger than this. You can, yeah. you can, yourself a little bit harder and so and every day it doesn't go that way but when it do go that way it always works out for me so right well, I got one for you. This is just a suggestion, but you know, take it, take it, leave it. It's okay. But one, I got a few, but this one has been my favorite lately. It is, I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am rich. I am that bitch. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. I have I have a few. I have a few that I keep in my back pocket, just depending on the situation, you know. 
But yeah, that's the newest one. That's the newest one. Listen, I I can find something to rhyme with great. We we can we can put that in there though. Okay, yeah, okay. we can put that in there. But <laughs> but I have to ask you this too because I meant to ask you this earlier. And you were telling me about uh, you going viral because earlier today I saw the video you posted. Um, you, there were two of them, I think, if I remember right. But one of your friends, Chelsea, her extremely yes. hilarious and funny and talented yes. daughters. Y'all go check them out, too. I'm going to put their uh, their TikTok and stuff in here. They are hilarious and they're very talented dancers. But I saw that they were narrating. I have yes. never when I tell you that stood out to me. I have never seen it, and I don't know how anybody hasn't thought of that. That is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I swear to you, it was so, this was not planned. Like, literally what happened was, I was trying to upload to TikTok. And everybody like, try TikTok, try TikTok. I'm like, TikTok is for the kids. Right. So That's what I thought. <laughs> so I was trying to upload TikTok, and TikTok was like, baby, no, you can't put no song on here. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to end up doing a voiceover. So I did my own voiceover. It ended up having to say it was like my first real TikTok. It had like 700 views. So I was like, okay, cool. But this ain't something I really want to do. So I had little mean Chelsea was talking. I was like, oh my God, ask Chloe, which is the 10 year old, if she wanted to. No, it was Court. So Court is the six year old. I said, ask if she wanted to do a video. So she was like, yeah. So I sent over the video. When they sent the video back, girl, I literally was in. <laughs> and that's the video that went viral. So, oh, that's really, so funny. I'm not surprised. Now that you said that, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, that was so unplanned. It was not, and this is how they act all the time. So it made it even funnier funnier because it was so genuine. And like, right. I literally didn't know what to expect. They just did the video. I listened to it. I was dying laughing, and I posted on Twitter last night. And then right when I posted, I just see like 3,000 views, and I say, okay, this is about to go viral. And then today I get that is so funny like i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i can put the um like a clip of it in this in this episode it's just gonna be like a tiny little clip because they go oh my god they're like okay cowgirl okay and then what's really funny is like them bickering within like with each other yeah, while they're doing the voice <laughs> they killed it though so now you're on to something and now you you know what you didn't start it like you know what you didn't opened up so pandora's box is open now so it is what it is if you thought if you thought you were only doing this part-time before those days are gone. <laughs> They're dead. They're dead. But I'm so excited for you, Courtney. I really like totally, totally appreciate the time that you've taken because I know you're busy. Entrepreneur life is no joke. People, I don't know, like you really have to walk in the shoes to really understand, but it is not a game. It can be mentally and physically wearing on you, but you're killing it. Your brand partnerships, your press, the fashion. Okay, on fashion, where can people shop for now? And then if you want to share where they're going to shop later or like your your Instagram or your TikTok, like so they know where to go to find you. Um, 
my Instagram. So um, I have a highlight um, under, like, you know how you can post the highlights? So mm-hmm. anything that I post that's new, I always put it in my highlights. So that way you can always know what's available and you can always DM me about it. My site is going to be up next week. But for now, um, like, you can always just DM me. Everything that I'm selling is under my highlight. So, okay. Yeah. So it's like easy it's easy peasy so you just dm me and i'm very quick with dms and messaging back and i don't mind answering questions about sizes doing measurements any of that stuff so it's oh, okay so yeah and what's your handle um it's co underscore b-e-e easy enough people c-o underscore b-e-e that's okay simple all right <laughs> and lastly it is national black business month so please, I want you to take this time to shout out a Black-owned business. Does it have to be in Louisiana? It could be out there in Brooklyn, but a Black-owned business you just want to shout out. Um, black. Oh, 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 Beauty Marks Vintage. Um, her and I met during the pandemic, and um, we literally are in constant uh, communication with each other, encouraging each other, and give each other advice and stuff. So yes, Beauty Mark Vintage, she is a vintage. Um, it her, her stuff is more cottage core and black cottage core. Okay. Super cute, super amazing. Yes. Okay. Beauty Mark Vintage. Okay, yes. Let's share share the black love in business, okay? Uh oh. So I appreciate it. Like I said, wait, let me grab this. Okay, I appreciate you. Is there anything that you want to share with people before we go? Um, no, just I hope, um, I don't know, I hope to see you guys on that yes. day, even if you just say hey, please say hey, because I love talking to people, so, um, yeah, just, you can reach out to me, and even if you just want to say hello, um, also, I need you to, like, send me your address so I can send you some stuff, I'm going to send you some vintage pieces, and I, say, I heard you say you like dresses, so I'm going to some, like, vintage pieces, so, Thanks. like, <laughs> I will send you some bees by you for you and your friends. Yay! So y'all can try. I actually have a lot of custom a lot of customers from California and New York. I get a lot of New York. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. So I appreciate you the New York fam out there because I get a lot of your orders. So appreciate you. So yes, thank you so much, Court. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you and so much. And I- go ahead. No, I was just going to say thank you so much, and I appreciate it, and I hope we can connect. I hope one day we can actually do this in person. I know. And um, you, your podcast just blows up, and you <laughs> all these big people, and don't forget about the little people, okay? Oh, my God. This girl. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. So like I said, she's amazing, and she's fabulous, and she is an open book when it comes to being who she is, and I think that is our superpower. If you can take anything away from our conversation today, I mean, just take away the energy and being creative, stepping out on faith, and really having fun with it. So have a wonderful, wonderful day, love, peace, and prosperity.